This is Pave It Black. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pave It Black, the official podcast of the National Asphalt Pavement Association. My name is Richard Willis. And I'm Brad Williams. When you think about asphalt construction, most people initially think about the field. You think about people running the asphalt plant, operating a milling machine, or laying compacting the mix. So yes, today, we're finally diving into the construction process. Managing field operations is really an art form. There's so many moving parts from the plant to the paver to even the rollers. All these parts really have to be in sync. So how does someone really ensure that this happens on a day-in and day-out process? So to help us with this, we've invited Dave Beeching from Michigan Paving and Materials to be with us on the podcast today. Welcome to the podcast, Dave. Good morning. Good morning. So Dave, you have a fairly long tenure in the industry, so I'm hoping maybe you could tell us a little bit about how or why you got into the industry and then a little bit about your career path that you've had in the industry. Okay, I started in the asphalt industry in 1982. I had a gentleman I knew who talked me into coming over here and coming to work and been here ever since. I've worked at the asphalt plant. I've worked in the field, been a foreman, and now I'm a superintendent. So what do you do typically as a superintendent on a day-to-day basis? What all do you have to manage? I basically manage the construction side. I make sure with the subs, make sure everything's going the way it's supposed to be going. Make sure the paving is ready, help with scheduling, that kind of it. I most of the field stuff. In your role, could you maybe share some of the things that really give you satisfaction or really make the job enjoyable or meaningful? The things that really are the reason why you do that job. My favorite part is always to build. You go out and you pave a road, and you can go back. I take I'm notorious for taking my wife and my kids and driving back through and looking at the road. And, even my wife has become quite an expert on paving now. She can tell you what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> She's looked at enough of them. So. so if you, knowing what you know now, could go back and meet yourself on either the, maybe the day you were first operating a plant or the first day you were a superintendent out there, what knowledge would you like to give yourself or what advice would you give him for managing plant and paving operations? I think the biggest thing I would tell him is to Really work with your team and training them and helping them to move up and do what they want to do. That's one of the parts you get a lot of satisfaction out of. And as you get older, you realize that's more important than you thought it was. So that's probably the thing I would do is work harder at getting those guys and getting them in the positions they want to be in. So today, one of the challenges in the industry, but I think it's more broad than that, is really workforce and recruiting and retaining the workers, especially for our crews and those folks out there working in the field. You've been in the industry for 35 years plus. What have you seen or done that can help us get the next generation of workers to be here for the next 35 years? I think we have to convince them this is a good opportunity. We kind of got away in steering people towards going to college maybe a little more and not so much in the field, but there's a lot of good opportunities out here in the field, even in the managers and like that, even the guys that do go to college. but. There's plenty of opportunity. I don't know that they know that. and We're having a hard time getting that message across. I think that's probably where we're at right now. You mentioned earlier, and this is kind of on the retention side of things, that it's really important as a manager to 
make sure that you're helping your team create those skills that they're going to need to ultimately go where they want to go or be in the position that they want to be. How do you think as contractors, we do really training kind of our replacement, training that person who could one day then step into our shoes and take on that role as either you may retire or you may move on to a different position. Do we do a good job internally training those people up? And if not, what are some things that we could do better? I think we're getting better at it. Like we talk about the olden days, we weren't so good at it. We realize now how important it is to have people who can move up into the next position. So it's super important and probably we should put more emphasis on it. We, as a company here, have started doing that even more. So we're trying that, but I've always thought it was a big deal to me because there's nothing more satisfying than one of your team guys go on to be a foreman, a superintendent, or even one case, a manager. So that really makes you feel good at the end of the day that your people, people you work with every day, went on to have great careers. Staying on that topic, one thing I'm curious about is technology. And I know there's a fair amount of technology that's entering into the construction arena, into the office. I just was curious what your experience has been with some of those technologies. And if you see that as also maybe helping bring the next generation or providing another point of interest for the younger generation coming into the construction industry. Yeah, I would like to think that because we're doing like 3D paving now and things like that are very technical, take a different skill set than what we might have had to have before. So I think that would be a good drawing point if we get that across, especially to the younger guys. All the younger guys are techie guys now. (laughs) They like that stuff. So you think that would probably be right up their alley. It'd be something they would like and maybe it'd be a good way to get them here. I'm going to stay on with the technology for a second. You've been around the asphalt industry for a while now. If you could name one piece of technology that has impacted your job the most over these years, what do you think that would be and why? I would say right now it is the vibratory rollers to get density. Everything is about density now. We even have joint density now. That's something that's fairly new that we're doing. And literally that changed why I've been here. They went from just regular rollers to those rollers to get density, all your MDOT work, every work. So now that's something you have to do. So that's probably been the biggest change is how we roll and how we do that kind of stuff. That's also become super technical now. It's a lot there to know and a lot to learn. We've talked a fair amount about some of the normal or day-to-day things. I'm kind of curious if maybe you have a story from your experience that maybe wasn't your typical day, but is memorable, something that was really positive for you in your career or something that really left that mark on you from your experience working in the industry? I have a lot of stories. I think just for what we're talking about now, like retention of people and luring people, we had a uh, kid that started with us in high school, flagged, worked with us all the time, was going to college, worked with us all the way through college. And the following summer after he got out of college, I went into the office and he was a manager in our office. That was a pretty neat story. That's a success story. A guy went all the way up through and now he heads a big aggregate type deal. So it's a pretty neat story there. What would you tell a kid that's maybe starting off as a flagger and they looked at you and said, you know, I want to be a superintendent one day. What are the skill sets that that person needs to get or hone in order to be a successful superintendent on an asphalt construction job? I would tell them to learn his trade. There was lots of opportunity here to move up. People retire, things are happening. So there's always opportunity. 
So if you're always working at the next job, they'll give you an opportunity to move up. It's all I did, just one step at a time. You just keep making steps to get to be the superintendent. If you go through all those steps, then you're prepared for what you have to do in that job because you already know all the things you've been a part of it. So you know what you need to do. So I would just say, learn your trade, bide your time. You're going to get a chance. Here's a good place. They give you lots of opportunities to move up. That's what I would tell them. Just learn your trade and be patient, move up. So this is a little twist, but I know you've been with the company a long time, but is there maybe something that somebody that's not employed by the company or not as familiar with Michigan Paving Materials that you think is interesting, something that you've learned over the years about the company that might be of interest to somebody that isn't as familiar with the company? We also have an aggregate division. We crush aggregates. We do all that. And we also have an oil division, which is pretty fascinating. If you go to the oil division and go over and see what they do, that's not something you're going to see every day. So that's pretty interesting if you've never seen that. You got involved in the asphalt industry because someone just asked you, hey, you want to be a part of this. Do you remember the first thought that went through your mind when someone said, hey, how about you go work in asphalt? And what ultimately convinced you that this was going to be a place where you could have a longevity, you could have a career, and you could have enjoyment? You know, when you first look at it, it can be a little overwhelming because there's so much going on. But once you get there and then if you're on a good team, they'll help you move along and make sure you're doing things the right way. So it's a good job. You can work a lot. You can support your family. You can take care of, you know, that kind of stuff, the things that you're looking for when you look for a job. At least that's what I look for. You got to be able to feed your family and take care of everything. This is a good place to do it. Sometimes people watch it and they see, you know, you're out in the hot sun or whatever, and they don't understand everything you do. And until you do it, it's sometimes it's hard to explain to them exactly what you do. And it's not as bad as it looks. It's actually very rewarding. There's nothing like building a road and driving over it later. So I'm curious about maybe a little more detail in terms of, do you build roads all over the state of Michigan or what areas do you actually build roads in, in your role? Michigan Paving and Materials builds roads in the entire state and actually we're nationwide. So, but for me personally, I build mostly in the southwest corner of Michigan. We go all the way to the state line in Indiana, all the way up to Allegan or so, and then to the east pretty far. So, But we're basically southwest corner. We are, and there's divisions all over the place. So depending on which one, you can work just about anywhere in the state here, and there's a division close by that you can go to work at. Well, Dave, we want to thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today and talking a little bit about not just being a superintendent, but nurturing a team and helping people succeed in the industry. And I think that that is a great goal that you kind of have and a great focus that you have on. It's not just an opportunity to build a road. It's an opportunity to build an individual as well. As you get older, that's what you take away the most. All the guys that go on to have great careers, you're pretty proud of that. So thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. So I think one of the things that I'm taking away from today or that maybe even surprised me a little bit is I came into this conversation thinking we were going to talk to Dave a lot about building roads and the construction process, but the conversation really focused more on people. And as a superintendent, if a company has a superintendent who's one of their main drives or one of their passions is to see the people that work with them move up through their ranks, gain the skills that they need to succeed that can be really valuable for a company because they know that they're going to have someone that's going to, for lack of a better word, nurture these people to be successful. And when that's important to you, it makes your team more valuable. 
Yeah, I agree. I definitely thought that point really sat with me as well. Just when I asked for that memorable story and Dave shared the story of having somebody start out in the company and move up and find success and keep growing with the company. And that was that memorable piece for him that came to mind when I asked for a story today. So I think that really is an interesting piece to think about that part of people's memories or what they really enjoy about their job can be their coworkers and the experiences and the successes of their coworkers. So I thought that was a really good point that he made today and I enjoyed the discussion. Thanks for listening to Pave It Black. Visit asphaltpavement.org slash podcast to find more episodes, suggest a topic or guest, become a sponsor, or learn more about NAPA. Pave It Black is produced and copyrighted by the National Asphalt Pavement Association. Music by Colleague. As always, thanks to the dedicated workforce connecting diverse communities all across America. Keep on paving it black.